Good morning. Good morning, Jennifer. How are you? I'm good, Kevin. How are you? I am so happy to be here today. I'm so glad. It's nice to be sitting across from you, seeing your smiling face. Always a pleasure. Good morning. It is Friday, someday in March the 19th. Right there. Oh, it's always right there, and I screwed up, don't I? <laughs> I was going to, like, subtly point under Yeah, no, here, there's but... no subtlety with me. There never is. Three. <laughs> um, well, that's so a anyway, way to start the morning. So, anyway, is t tomorrow the first day of spring? 21st, right? Oh, okay. 20, so 20th, 21st. 21st at midnight, you know, plus two minutes, one direction or the other. I'm not sure. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so anyway, we're at a Shared Universe podcast studio. Yes, we are. Always happy to be here in Eatontown. Guest co-host today is Kevin Moot, our digital marketing specialist. There you go. Yay. I love it. Secretary of our board. First winner of Emacs Next Generation Award. You know, what else? We, we can't have time for you. It's not about you. It's about our guest today. <laughs> I don't want it to be about me. That's probably the first time I've ever said that, but it's all about Barbara. It is all about Barbara. We have Barbara Lovell from Monmouth County SPCA here with us today. And Which we, I am a little intimidated. I have two executive directors in the room. Right, that is, right. That is, <laughs> yeah, but I might wait. be a digital marketing specialist, but to have two executive directors sitting across from me is an honor in itself, especially Thanks. with nonprofits wow. in Monmouth County, so. Thank you. You said that so well, because I was going to go back to teasing, but you are my boss, so. I'm board so, member, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not your boss, so. No, yeah, 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 yeah. so be impressed with her. You can't tease um, me. <laughs> oh, wrong. Um, I, know, I, I, I think I already experienced that last night. <laughs> and oh. we also forget to mention where we are. We're at Shared Universe Podcast you Studio. You did mention that. Oh, I did? Yes, you did. Okay, but did I mention who is on the boards with us today? Well, you did the not. The one and only Ming Chen. Thank you, Ming. He's raising a toast of his coffee to us this morning. <laughs> so. Oh goodness. So we had an incredible night last night. We're we excited. We're, we're awake this morning. All we three are. of us had we a We behaved. Great... We behaved last night. We had a great time. We were so excited to have um, our first in-person. Now, I want to correct this. I know we had some outdoor events in the summer. This was our first in-person event of 2021. Correct. After the winter of co, we're not saying the word. No, uh, it's like the V These word. These unprecedented times. The winter of our discontent. Yeah, the winter of our discontent. There you go. I like that. I understand that reference. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but um, last night the ENG committee, which is Emacs Next Generation uh, of Emac, got together and we said we want to get out. We want to see people. We want to make sure that we continue connecting businesses and networking and still give back to the community. So. I was so excited to be the host here today with you because last night at Proving Ground, which thank you to Proving Ground for everything awesome they did. We Aaron. hosted Yay, Aaron. Yeah. Aaron and Jay and Stacy, Jackie, the whole team there is incredible. And Harry too. I have to remember him. He's yeah. always there. He's always there. Um, but what we did is we hosted a networking get together, which was amazing. Uh, we had about 30 social distanced people and mm -hmm. two dogs two dogs because last night was really exciting that we got to donate a portion of our proceeds to the monmouth county spca thank you very much so leading into that a little bit can you tell us a little bit about the spca here in monmouth county a little bit. Um, a lot. Yeah, there well, we, is we, a lot. We have, there is we have a an lot. hour. See, see, Kevin was so excited to talk to you, he forgot all the other things we're supposed to do for EMAC first. But we'll hear from you, and then we'll inject EMAC stuff afterwards. Okay, well, I'll oh, just we, do a very, very global. All right, let's we're, do that. We're celebrating our 75th anniversary this year. So the Monmouth Ooh. County SPCA has been advocating for animals and helping the community for 75 years, which is wonderful. And I just want to thank you and Brian and the rest of the Next Generation group last night, because we did have a great time with our our uh, pet therapy team there and some of our volunteers. And the SPCA really relies so heavily on our outside fundraisers, people who just out of the goodness of their heart want to do something for our animals. And it was our first time out in a year too. So yeah. we were so excited to be there. And that's what we were thinking about too. Like when, when we look at uh, EMAC, which is a nonprofit and the other non, <clears throat> excuse me, the non other nonprofits in the community, um, it's kind of hurting right now because COVID has been such a uh, part of the community. So to be able to give back and be out in person again, that was uh, yeah, Barbara that and I was both it. had the chance to talk <laughs> and just being able to uh, project yeah. your voice, which I have not been able to do in a long time. Without, yes, without a mask. It without was, a mask. Well, just safely the, distance. Yes, I was say, very we, safely we did have on so. masks. We have we pictures did. to prove that. I'm following like the, uh, the, the politician method where when you get to a podium, 
you're good. Yeah. You take the mask yes, off. And yes. You go to the side, you put it back on. <laughs> we have lots of people saying hi this morning. Oh, do we, we now? Do. We do. We have. We'll tie it back to Emac then. Well, no, I'm sorry. I just, no, that's okay. a great segue. Segways are fun. <laughs> so, well, that's because I, you know, for like the third or fourth week in a row, I've screwed up the video on the computer. So I don't know why I do that. Um, Who's saying hello? Who's saying hello? Elaine is saying hello. Good Elaine Chambray is saying hello. Oh, look at her. And Elaine said, about Barbara and the precious fur babies, she helps with her team. So like that must have been when we were saying and about Barbara. So she went and about Barbara. Um, and and fur then babies like, are important. Yes, fur babies to Elaine. Well, yes. So that was one thing awful last night because you told a sad story and I laughed, but I laughed because I heard Elaine cry. Because oh. she loves her fur babies, <laughs> and I felt so bad, and then I laughed, and so everybody else only heard my laugh, and it probably sounded like I was this mean, horrible, oh, awful person. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, Marie says, good morning, last night was fun. Marianne Azalina says, hello. Lindsay K. Hi, everybody. That's our Lindsay from the Monmouth County SPCA. Thanks, Aww. Lindsay. So yeah, we got some people joining us today. It's very exciting. So I did um, want to forget, too, because I apologize. I'm... I'm not as versed as Tim. I know. I'm only it's... guest hosting today, so I will take the credit for that. There were a few exciting other. There's a lot going. So there's, there's always a lot, a lot going, going on. on. <laughs> there's a lot going on. Um, yeah, we've been really busy. And the nice thing was, is you guys, you know, when you when the ENG first came to the chamber and said we want to do a live event, we're like, I don't know where are you going, what's the plan, and eh, we weren't sure. It felt really spacious, really comfortable. People, you know, eating, sitting at tables. Um, it was really, and there was so much space. So yeah. it felt really, really comfortable. We were wearing masks, playing the games on the walls, walls the bar yeah. games, which I haven't played a bar game in almost a, a year. Time. And um, even the food, too. The food. You want to talk about, like, uh, the food was incredible to begin with. Proving right. Ground always has incredible food. Um, but the way they did it for an event, which I think we're going to see a lot more moving forward, the little the little cups. Did individual, yeah. So instead of putting out a bunch of appetizers, people go fill their plate. Everything All the was cut. Hands start yeah. grabbing. Everything was served in an individual piece. And so, so like, nice to be able to wander with it. Yes, yeah. yes, mm -hmm. true, very true. Mm -hmm. um, and then the um, so that was motivation for the chamber. So yes. we are going to be having our regular events going live on mid-April. Which I look forward to. Yes. Spring is in the air. We have, well, first of all, this month, our last, well, hopefully our last virtual um, business after hours. Yes. It's game going to be a game, game face on. Oh, Barbara, we have to tell you this. Um, a, a few of us got together and we practiced some of the games that we're going to be playing. What, what day is that again? It's the March? 23rd. It's Tuesday the 23rd. March 23rd. You have to bring your team and come on this because the games that we were on uh, so much fun. Right. And we're going to try and do them virtually and breakout rooms and all that fun. Uh, it's, it, it's, it was it's a ride. Are awesome. they going to be games of skill or? These are, no. so we play. <laughs> <No>. so, <laughs> Let's just say there was alcohol <laughs> involved. Oh, yeah. and oh, it's an after hours. There's alcohol involved. Okay. The, the games of skill. I think I perform much better after. Yes. Thank you. And it's code. The game is code names, mm -hmm. which so I know a lot of people are playing that with friends and stuff like that. But there's a spy master. There's agents. There's it's it's too funny. I was not able to participate when they tried it out, but I joined the call <laughs> and I laughed so hard watching them play this game. So even Perfect. if you don't want to play and you have to make dinner for your family like some people are I doing. I was doing that night, yes. Just sit there and laugh because the, the words and how we were trying to describe them and just, it's still social distant. We still want to be safe for everyone and to have an event like this where we can do game night for those who are still not comfortable right. to go right. out. That's, that's what's the most important for us is right. to hit both sides. Both sides. So we have that and then we have our for our breakfast, our regular monthly breakfast is still going to be virtual. Mm -hmm. um, it's on April fourteenth. We have Connie Whitman, and she'll be she's going to be doing sales tips. And right. one thing that's important to remember when you're networking or when you're selling, you're always selling yourself, not on a street corner, but to your members. <laughs> Barbara <laughs> asked earlier. Barbara asked earlier, "What can we say?" I just want to let her know you can say anything you want. Um, as, you know, as long as you bend the words a little yeah. bit. <laughs> So, you know, but you're always branding yourself. So sales tips, even if you don't sell a service or a product, this is still extremely beneficial for you. And Connie is one of the top speakers in, in around the area. Really motivational, really exciting. So we have that online. And then the following week on April 21st, we will be back at the Sheraton yes. for our an in-person business networking breakfast. 
leading in and through crisis with Dan Simon, who's a John Maxwell trained speaker. Which I love uh, the Sheridan and the uh -huh. events there because they're almost um, hybrid in a sense where they're indoor outdoor. Yeah, we're not we're not so sure how we're going to do this one, but April we're definitely going to be where we can open doors. So yeah, Which so we're really nice. excited about that. And um, so registrations for that, we're really excited. And then we'll be we have our after hours on the 27th of April at Val's in Rumson. Which uh, is my birthday weekend, so. Oh no. That's it's just going a weekend a fun... this year? Cause usually it's a whole week, Kevin. You know what, I might need two weeks because last year was a little. Uh... Yeah, last year got chipped. <laughs> uh-huh, okay. I think everybody's gonna do that for their birthday this year. So we have you a said lot... this podcast wasn't about me and I'm not going to speak, it's just. I can't help it, it's always, it's just. But when it's a business after hours, that's yeah, yeah. That's my that's, that's my domain. Your, that's your domain, yes. So we're really excited. Everything is coming along. We're planning. We have our spinnaker coming up on June 9th, which, which will be back at the Sheraton, and we will definitely have indoor outdoor. We have all the. You'll come in through the outdoor patio, um, sign in. There'll be no, you know, you won't have to stand in lines where you're in a narrow hallway. We're really that's excited nice. about that. Mm -hmm. um, and then we'll have the atrium and the ballroom, and we're spread out so we're excited i'm very excited i i miss spinnaker it's it's a staple event i've been to two or three of them now and they they are incredible a they fun really event. are you they, have been, I have been to a lot more than yeah <laughs> and it, it remains one of my favorite events of the year because it just it feels like you're coming home yeah. and you know everybody um it's just it's it's a it's really, really and it's always nice. really feel good the way that you guys pick different community partners and people who are doing great things in Monmouth County. It's just a feel good night. It's a feel good night. Except for when you get yelled at by Jennifer Eckhoff because you happen to be sitting at a table where everyone is talking except for yourself. That's the uh, the substitute teacher in general. Oh my That's God. actually how we met, You don't know, I accidentally got really angry and said a bad word loud in a loud whisper last night because someone was talking. It's terrible. <laughs> I've, I I give evil eyes across the room. I send texts. I can't stand it's, it. It's your teacher, man. Your, no, your teacher, I just, Mom and tell, I grew up with a teacher and a mom, okay, so I know exactly my mom, what she does. You don't does. talk when someone else is talking. That is true. You got to learn. So we had little Jordan with us last night. Jordan Ryan. Yes. She's six. She came with her adorable. dad. Well, okay. She's six years old. So you know what you learn when you're six years old? To raise your hand if you want to say something when someone else is talking. So you'll be in a conversation and there'll be it'll be her dad, Chris, and I talking. And she'll just be in my office or she was there last night and she'll just raise her hand until you call on her and then she'll say what and you might not call on her for five minutes so it might not have anything to do with what you said before what you're saying now right. but it's still about what she wanted to add before but she waits she's such oh my god she's such an angel I wish you could do that in like the real corporate world right don't you imagine like going into a corporate office and like I do like you can do that on Zoom now. I you was can in raise a meeting just last week where I had staff yeah. people raising their hand. It's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. So you there's a couple cool more one. people who have said joined us to say hello, and one is someone I haven't seen in a really long time. Uh oh. But she she's someone very special to you. Uh oh. Her name would be Karen Lovell. <gasps> yay, Karen. yay for the MSPCA. <laughs> Looking forward to this interview. I miss you, Karen. Uh, Brian Puzo, last night was such a great event and I can't wait for ENG's summer event. Neither can I. Jessica Lee Evans from Davis and Eastman Munoz and Pay. Oh, Devin. All right, so it starts out as Devin. <laughs> hey, Jess, how are you? Happy Friday. <laughs> when you're on the podcast, you can correct me about how poorly I said that. I'm not even saving you for that one. Don't, please don't. <laughs> um, and Jane Tresnan from Cube Smart. Good morning, Jane Tresnan. We missed you last night, but Which it was. Jane did text both of us. She did. And I apologize for not texting her back. We were getting ready and setting up the event. So, Jane, thank you for texting us and telling us you couldn't come, but we, yeah, we appreciate it. Jane we lives you. far away, and the parkway was crappy last night, so she didn't join us, yeah. but. Um, and you know, we forgot to mention, I mean, you kind of briefly touched on it, but it was proof that how many people want to get out in person. Oh my you gosh, know? yes. We had 33 people in a, room, in a room big enough for 60 or 70, I think. There's been more least, in there too. At <laughs> least, at least. You know from um, experience. And, but we also test. had two dogs. So we had 33 humans and two canines with us last night and they were so good. Oh my gosh. What were the names again? Winnie, Winnie, and, Winnie Finley. and Finley. And they're Monmouth County SPCA pet therapy dogs. They're part of our pet therapy team. So not only do they have great temperaments because of their 
wonderful, wonderful owners, but they have gone through training and they go out all over Monmouth County um, in normal times, dozens of times a month to hospitals, uh, schools for disabled children, veterans homes, drug rehabilitation centers. So They were so cute last night because by the end of the night, they were dragging. <laughs> Poor Finley was just like on the ground. And I, I looked at Mike and Lisa and I'm like, okay, what? He, Mike says, Finley's just, this is his first event back out. He's tired. He's like not used to doing this anymore. So, you know, I go, well, how do you keep him so, you know, keep him? Because his job is to be with others. And if you can't really be with others, how do you keep that in a dog? And he's like, oh, Finley's just really chill to begin with. And I'm like, oh, that's really nice. So, well, but it was one, interesting. Yeah. The one thing you can't teach was Winnie's eyes. That oh, uh, she's the, beautiful. Winnie the eyes. Has the most she's beautiful eyes. Like, I'm, she, I'm standing there with a plate of amazing food and I'm like, I can't. I can't. can't I can't. I can't. But like staring at Derek did eyes. that. And then when he started falling, Derek, because he looked at her while he was holding food. <laughs> Big mistake. Big mistake. Poor Winnie. She was like, all right, mom, it's time for a snack. I, I want his pretzels. Food. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and I'll just give a shout out to Winnie's mom, too, because Winnie's mom mm -hmm. was really exciting for me to see her because she and I are sorority sisters and we have not seen each other in many, many, many years. So it was awesome seeing Kim. I was Rush waiting last for the night. secret handshake, but I didn't see one. You, you know was. what? There definitely was. Oh, okay, it was you just. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not allowed to a see it. A mere mortal can't see it. Uh, uh. <laughs> Thank you, because I was just going to throw myself under the bus and say it. I wouldn't remember what it was. Um, let's see. Laura, Laura Mori Whitman said good morning. Good morning, Lori. So Whitman, Whiteman, I'm not sure. I'm reading this without my glasses because my bangs are too long. So we'll just leave it at that. Okay, so let's talk more about Barbara now. <laughs> let's talk more about Barbara. Barbara, because... I want to start by returning this. I'm so sorry I didn't last night. And, oh, and this is such an ingenious thing. I, do you, you guys want to talk about this? I'll, I'll let I Jennifer think talk about it for a great second. Comfort factor at an event um, going back into having live in-person events, you know, we're we're at such a crazy time right now. Some people have gotten the vaccination. Some people have been sick and now feel as though they're okay. Some people are still really scared. So this color method Thank of you, bracelets color method. Was... So I have to say that on all the calls I've been on, I've, you know, I've mentioned this a number of times, but on a ton of coalition calls, groups calls all over the state um, through COVID, and it's been a blessing. But one of the... Um, big chambers up near the Meadowlands said that he had seen this somewhere and used mm -hmm. it. It is a wristband system where you get red, yellow, and green. Traffic light. Yeah, and you can- Easy to remember. And you hand them out and um, to the people who attend the event, and they it's a silent, nonverbal communication when you go to shake someone's hand, which we're not supposed to be doing anyway, but it's a hard habit to break, but you the fist bump. Mm -hmm. And if they have a green on, they're good with your fist bump. They have a yellow, they probably want to smile at you, but they probably don't want to touch you. They have a red, they're there because they are tired of sitting at home, but they really don't want to have much contact other than complete fate, complete mask conversation six feet away. Um, and it's worked. We, you know, it's people we have really liked it. We started this when we year, had our yeah. first outdoor event in June last year after coming back out. Yeah. Um, and it's worked really, really well. It's it's genius. And Thank and you. for somebody who fundraises for a living, it's mm -hmm. really a wonderful visual cue for me. Like, yeah, I can go in yeah, and yeah. get ready in there and tell you my stories, or I can do it from six and a half feet away and you'll right. be comfortable listening right. to them. So, so I highly I recommend it for anybody. That. And it's really obviously it's this simple code, like you said, the traffic lights. Yeah, Traffic light. So really easy. Red is stop. Yellow is go really fast, but then realize and yeah. stop. We're, we're, <laughs> in, could, we're in Jersey. Okay. <laughs> you could do the Barney version. Green means go. Yellow means slow. And red means stop. 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 There you go. There you go. You're dating yourself. I am dating Barney. myself. Everybody knows. <laughs> I talk about my kids all the time. You watch well, smart. Yeah, that's because uh, you're the age of my kid. kid. <laughs> Touche. Yeah, that's pretty much. Touche. Yeah. yeah. Touche. Anyway, but um, yeah. So. About the SPCA and Mom County SPCA, I, I really want to dive into this because last night um, we were talking before we started here about your um, your intro last night. That yes. really, mm -hmm. um, first off, I love public speaking. I do it for a living, so you're I'm very always, good at it, Kevin. I try, mm -hmm. and Barbara, you're even better because you had a plan <laughs> last night. They go, we got to learn from the salesperson too. We're kind of going back mm -hmm. and forth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, if you can kind of start out today, like we want to get a sense of what the Monmouth County SPCA really is. Mm -hmm. um, that story about River really touched me being someone from the Bayshore region mm -hmm. and the success you guys had with everything going on. If if that's a way kind of we can segue into the Monmouth County SPCA, because sure. um, I, I love that story and the work you guys do is 
not mentioned enough. So I'd love to start with that if we oh, could. Thank you. Yes, we do. We do love to talk about it. So at we were at the Proving Ground last night, which is in Highlands, New Jersey, and so much of the SPCA's work touches really every corner of the county and actually even beyond. But we are a, a county nonprofit. And in 2018, just less than a mile from where we were last night, and that's how I that's how I started. A an eight month old puppy was left in a metal cage at the on the beach on the rocky portion of the beach. Obviously, he couldn't get out of the cage. He was left there um, for the tide to come in because somebody didn't want this puppy to to live anymore. Um, Pets are very often the first victims when there's disputes between humans, sadly enough. It's one of the reasons that the Monmouth County SPCA has a relationship with 180 Turning Lives Around to board animals um, of, of victims of domestic violence because pets, um, you know, we all love our pets and if they are victims and we're afraid to leave, we might not leave. But River um, happened to be in the middle of a domestic dispute and Fortunately for him, the the tide had come in. It was washing through the bottom of the cage. His his paws were kind of a mess, but a good Samaritan happened along and found him, brought him to the Monmouth County SPCA. So that was a great thing for him. Our law enforcement team, along with the Monmouth County Prosecutor's Office, were able to uh, find the suspect, apprehend him, and then later uh, sentence him with animal cruelty. The really great thing about River his, as, as he was named later. His whole case is that it garnered a lot of attention, a lot of outrage, um, a lot of people thinking about how the law surrounds people who do acts of animal cruelty. And, you know, they're, they're really not enough. We struggle with that a lot. But fortunately, River's story prompted uh, new legislation to come down. And with it, it brought some harsher penalties for for those who do perpetrate these kind of acts. So that was a good thing. And yeah. River um, actually spent some time with one of our partners, a training facility out in the um, the Farmingdale area. He was obviously a very scared little dog, and she really did some wonderful things with him and then was later adopted. Oh. Living the good that, life. Living live um, the good life. That's, you know... Um, Leading to that, so say, like you said, with 1A, there's a domestic dispute or you've decided you can't deal with your dog anymore. What does the Monmouth County, like, how can they, instead of doing something that ends up being cruel, because mm -hmm. they just don't know what else to do sometimes, it's mm -hmm. not an intention to hurt the animal necessarily, it's an intention to hurt someone else or an intention to just, I can't do it. So what can they do? Do they can they come directly to you with a pet? Because I know everybody thinks of you as going there to get a pet. Yes, yes. And that you rescue and that you rescue and find the pets. Mm -hmm. But do people bring you their pets that they can't care for anymore? Very, very often we do, and that is a service that we provide for obviously pets because we don't want them to be in a situation like River was, yeah. or you know something as simple as their owner has passed away and members of the family can't or or don't want to take um, take care of usually you know with older people who pass away their pets are usually older and you know there's a lot of issues and sometimes they don't have a lot of teeth and you know are not as as cute as a puppy is so we do uh, we call those surrenders and um, because it is very expensive to house animals and keep them healthy and promote them for adoption and provide whatever medical and behavioral services we need to, we do charge a surrender fee. And sometimes people are a little bit taken about by that, but you have to understand that the Monmouth County SPCA is a nonprofit. We receive no government funding and the over 5,000 animals that we see come through our doors each year need to be paid for somehow. So I love the reference you made last night because uh, I'm a country music fan. Mm -hmm. So Sarah, uh, you, don't, you, you don't have Sarah McLaughlin in your back. We do. I know. One, and, one, of the, one of the staff members at the Proving Ground and said, oh, you're with the ASPCA. And we very often try and let people know, no, we're the Monmouth County SPCA, not to take anything away from the great work that no. the ASPCA does. but. I don't get any money from them unless I apply for a grant. Um, they are a national organization and they have the wonderful Sarah McLaughlin mm -hmm. with that song that everybody talks about. Um, 
But we have the wonderful Lindsay Kay, who creates incredible videos um, of our animals, <laughs> and we we certainly are are good in fundraising that way. Which, and we're sitting here at the, the Eastern Monmouth Area Chamber of Commerce, and the local the local is what matters right. overall. Right. And I, I love that you were mentioning about the surrendering and stuff like that because. Um, during COVID, I'm single, living by myself in Highlands, and I considered adopting mm -hmm. uh, a pet during this time, uh, just because as I'm hitting my coffee. <laughs> um, but I think what something that helped me is I had friends that talked, not talked me out of it, but helped me understand the level of need that a pet actually has. Yeah, Even important. whenever the world is getting back to whatever normalcy, you won't be home forever. Like mm -hmm. it, it might've been nice in that window of time then to maybe adopt an animal but now i'm looking back i'm like i could never like i don't think i would have had the time <laughs> you're gone all day. yeah but that's what i'm saying that's, like, and, and, that's and even that now working back. from home you're in a completely different position where you exactly. don't have the same types of hours you had before where that even for the bathroom breaks and stuff that stuff you would have been great a I don't know why I'm thinking of this now because times go over for that particular t at that particular time. But you would have been a great foster foster dog. Parent, which which sure. are there things like that so as we as we continue we here? Are there? Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of where I wanted to lead this, uh, and we we have your points as well. Um, but that's something that was interesting to me as we were looking and COVID was going on mm -hmm. for the past year or so. Um, I had friends who stopped me and was like, "Look, just think about it. Like, take that second to." Sure, a puppy sounds amazing, right? Like, <laughs> who doesn't want a puppy? Mm -hmm. And look, I'm sitting here as a millennial, the social media, the the sun, the the, <laughs> the, the cute eyes, Winnie's eyes, things like that. Um, but when you really have to sit back and say, like, where, what's the actual expense <laughs> with it? What's It's something that people don't always think about when they're about to adopt an animal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's really important. And we do like people to think about that. Uh, I. I was interviewed right before the holidays um, just about, you know, the Christmas puppy and this and that. But just to to take a step back for you saying, oh, I wouldn't be a good dog father. Um, if you consider the the alternative, you know, we have a beautiful shelter. I'm very, very proud of it. But it's a shelter and dogs especially and cats and guinea pigs. We have a lot of guinea pigs right now, if anybody's <laughs> interested. Guinea, guinea pig special, <laughs> guinea pig special. Um, they're so much happier at home. And as beautiful as our shelter is, a dog would rather be waiting on your couch and walked by a dog walker once while you are out at work and be so happy that you're home as opposed to being behind our plexiglass uh, dog digs. So keeping that in mind, um, it is important for people to know that especially adopting a shelter animal, there's an adjustment period. And it's not going to be the animal that it will be a few days and then a few weeks and then a few months from now. So patience is really, really important. And you mentioned medical expenses. That's very, very important. And I wanna talk about our Vogel Veterinary Center in, in a few minutes just yeah. because of that. But it's, it's important for people to realize that there is a commitment. Mm -hmm. And um, fortunately for us, we, when, we, like shelters all over the country, found that everybody wanted to adopt. And we really had a huge, huge run on our adoptable animals and foster the animals that we wanted to foster just in case, you know, God forbid, everybody got sick and we only had two people to come in and care for our animals. Right. Um, we, we were able to look at down the road, okay, when people do go back to work, what is that going to be like for a cat who is now nervous and might stop using their litter box because that's how they sometimes react mm -hmm. or a dog who has, now has separation anxiety because he's laid you know by right. your feet for months as mm -hmm. you worked from home and now is showing signs of you know chewing the molding or something like that so we at our very very talented and very very committed staff put a bunch of things on our website and we we broadcast their telephone numbers to talk to Nina, our our resident um, genius on cat behavior and our um, our canine behavior people. And people did call saying, you know what, this is happening. What should I do? And we were really to, able to preempt a lot of things, I believe, because we have seen no uptick in the animals that we adopted out last year coming back. Not oh, quite. Wow. Okay. It That's really great. has been wow. a great thing. That's great. We've had some interaction. Um, some interaction. We've that had some interaction. No, good interaction. <laughs> um, first, I'll go back to Jessica Lee Evans from Davison Eastmo Eastman Munoz Payone. Thanks, Jess. Sorry <laughs> about that. 
Um, <laughs> I was going to let you figure it out yourself. Yeah, and- I, I always get it wrong, and I know I do. I don't know why I even tried to say it, but I, I did. So we're good. Um, Kevin Ertle says, good morning. Great event last night. Elaine Chambray said, and before you answer, because the answer's on here. So okay. Elaine Chambray said, can you ask her about DJ, the nine and a half year old blind Yorkie? But Lindsay <laughs> was on it already. As she always And is. says, Elaine, he's available to adopt. He would love to be the only pet due to his vision impairment. For more information, please call 732-542-5962. And Elaine can make an appointment or if she's asking for a friend. I think are, she was asking for someone else. We are. are um, I think she might have been asking for my mother-in-law, but my mother-in-law <laughs> has a cat. so. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. yeah, they'd have to ask about cat friendly. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. And then we also had um, David Hicks said, "Good morning." Many people don't realize how much work it take, how much work a dog takes on. Having had two dogs over the past seventeen years, it is a lot, and you have to David. before you. Yeah. Before you decide to do that, hey, let's do a puppy because we're all home now. You, right. you know, like you said, you're all going to go back to work. And Elaine and I constant have com- commented quite a few times of what a hard time the pets are going to have right. when people go back. I mean, my dog now is like he's on top of me all the time, and then he'll find surrogates when I'm not home. Mm-hmm. So I've been back in the office since August, but then he was with Daddy. Because daddy was home. But now daddy's <laughs> back in the office two out of four weeks. And so he's like, okay, I guess I'll sit with Sissy while she's on Zoom. And she's going to go to college. So, like, he's going to have a really – But there are he might end up are. having to come to work with me. There's, there are things a, that you can yeah. do to, yeah. you know, to mitigate any negative circumstances. I mean, he might just be fine. He might be tired of you guys. but He <laughs> might be. I'm, I'm kind of tired of him sitting on my head Aww. and taking the pillows off my lap when I'm sitting on the couch. Eight walks a day just to get outside Eight. and do <laughs> Well, that's it. Ray's really good about taking him out to take a break, and I'm not. So he's home with me all day, and he's like, come on, come on. I'm like, I'm doing stuff, dude. Um, I love it. But he is awesome. Uh, yeah, so tell so us about Vogel. Talk- yes. Yeah, um, it is, is, it's one of our crowning achievements, and it's uh, it's been a really, really wonderful thing to watch. Um, it came about years ago, the, the idea anyway, because really the vast majority of of cruelty, and I'm, I'm using air quotes, cases that our law enforcement officers saw was really due to neglect. Um, the cost of veterinary care, I have a dog, I know, um, it, it's high. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we always want to provide for our animals and we do what we need to do, but it, you know, it can be very surprising to people. And we were seeing that animals had, you know, skin conditions or an infection that was left untreated, and then it became something that was really painful or debilitating to the animal, and and that borders on animal cruelty. Uh-huh. So, you know, we kept as as our new law enforcement chief, um, Ross LaCitra, headed up the team. Then he really saw what was happening, and in tandem with our then medical director, they dreamed up a full service veterinary hospital at the Monmouth County SPCA, which is named after um, two of our wonderful benefactors, the Vogel Veterinary Care Center. Are these the same Vogels as the Vogel Theater? Yes. Yes. Can we just say thank you, Vogels, for everything? Wonderful, wonderful people. And uh, when you visit them in their home, you need to sidestep peacocks and cats and dogs. Oh, wow. (laughs) We used to have a farm with bison. And yes, their hearts are just huge. Just wonderful people. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So it came. I'm sorry. And thanks to your benefactors. I interrupted you. <laughs> no, no. I, I love to give them credit for this <laughs> uh, because they touch so many lives and so many pets lives. Uh, so we started um, that the idea was to try and provide lower cost veterinary care for basic services and then some more. And, you know, as we as we went along, some more um complicated things so that people would really start taking care of their animals from the get-go and we started um late in the summer of 2017 and to this day have not advertised once we have neglected to do a grand opening because we've been so busy we're booked weeks out and we can't even take new clients right now that's how busy Wow. the the VVCC is. Fortunately, we just hired a new full-time veterinarian and have plans to hire more in the coming year. We've got a lot of plans for expansion. So we're really looking forward to bringing this service to even more people. But what we saw 
was people who obviously, by the condition of their pets, um, the pet had never been to the veterinary um, to a veterinary clinic before, and that's exactly what we wanted to have happen, to have care accessible to all animals. And this takes nothing away from other veterinarians in the area. We have great partnerships with all of them because they do things we can't do. <laughs> so it's, a, and we, you know, we refer cases to them, they refer cases to us. It's a, it's a perfect partnership. And the really great thing about the VVCC is that the smaller margins that we do charge, you know, over cost of whatever care is being dispensed, go straight back to our shelter animals. So it's really nice for me to bring my dog in for her vaccinations and know that, you know, that small margin, again, is taking care of every other shelter animal who's there now. So that's a good I thing. I love that. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. Again, the best marketing that you can ever yeah. have, right? right? Yeah. And nobody even knows. People don't get to hear about it much because right. right. you've just been word of mouth has just gotten it out there. Yeah. We also um, have some generous people who have funded a, a community cares fund. We ask people to round up at, at checkout and then we have some some grant money to provide a little extra help for people who really cannot afford the, the care for Whenever, whatever care their animal needs and just gives them a little bit of a, a break financially. So that's, that's nice. a really good thing. Because okay. yeah, they still want to love their dogs. And the, you know, and the dogs are such, you know, we love our pets, but, and I guess you, you just, that encompasses so many different things. They bring us laughter. They bring us love, unconditional love. Mm -hmm. Holy moly. Mm -hmm. Is that love unconditional? Um, just really not, a dog isn't necessarily always a therapy dog, but there's therapy involved in having a pet. Oh, absolutely. And I know cats, too. I just am allergic to those. So, um. so same, same, actually. So yeah. this, is, this is definitely a canine friendly. Yeah. Uh. yeah. Well, so. I have had both. And, yeah. uh, um, and my favorite, favorite cat was a shelter cat from the Monmouth County SPCA. She was just a rough and tumble little thing who was so grateful, so, so grateful. For the people that are listening too, because funny enough, I, Elaine, who's who's listening, uh, and I just had a recent conversation because her daughter is going, going to be a vet. She's up at Tufts, Tufts right now. Tell her to come and see us when she graduates. <laughs> okay, there you go. Um, but my question is for the people who are, um, who have like animals right now, what is for veterinary services? Like, is it is it an annual checkup like yourself? Is it twice a year? Is, are there things that maybe you can talk about today just to help the people who are listening? Yeah, well, uh, an, annual, understand. Right, an annual wellness checkup is very important, okay. um, just like for us. And then inoculations. I just brought my dog, dog in for Bordetella. You know, if you, you definitely don't want any sort of upper respiratory, things like that. You know, even if you are visiting friends, you don't want your dog to pass something on to another dog. Obviously rabies are very, very important and that is something that we provide. And um, in your wellness visit, if something is detected, you know, something going on in the abdomen or um, an eye infection, our veterinarians will take care of that. We do, um, surgical procedures we we have long done um spay and neuter and vaccines and our our vvcc did i believe over 4200 surgeries last year it's wow. a lot we yeah. have we have a very very skilled surgeon dr hirschberger who is just wonderful okay. he really is appreciate that so um i was just going to say that linda yeah. smellick Says very interesting. So Linda, hi Aunt Linda. Look at you! You told your whole family. And I didn't. And I, did, I you did. didn't. You know, it must be Karen. Must. Oh, Karen, sister Karen shared it. Hmm. Um, I just want to tell you a little story about Dr. Hirschberger, our, okay. our fabulous surgeon. Nobody Please ever gets do. to see him because he's in the back um, with his hands flying, but. Uh, one thing that people don't really know about the Monmouth County SBCA and um, in some of our soon to be plans will definitely be broadcast is how many wildlife we take care of. There are at any given time, baby raccoons, uh, swallows, a hawk, owls, baby possums brought in because they've fallen out of a tree, their mother has been killed. Um, in fact, we have, uh, I, I have two stories about possums. Um, animal control brought in a unfortunately dead possum who was hit by a car, but our staff being so dedicated, uh, went out to check where the, the 
expired animals are. And, you know, possums carry their babies in a little pouch. And she just checked and sure enough, there were tiny babies. So I mean, little tiny, tiny things that need to be tube fed. Oh and this, this veterinary technician at any given time has at least a dozen or more small animals living in her home. Um, wow. And she's, wow. she's just amazing. So a possum, a mother possum had been trapped at a hardware store in Monmouth County with one of her babies and unfortunately was left in the trap overnight and she tried to get out. So she really injured the side of her face to the point where unfortunately the, uh, the owner of the hardware store called us. So she was brought in with her baby and Dr. Hirschberger was able to surgically repair her mouth because she had really done damage to herself. And at the same time, realized then poss possums can do this. Um, she had babies that were fairly large, but she also in her pouch had babies who were just about two weeks old. So for him to be able to perform the surgery for her, keeping those very, very small babies safe and healthy for her to later go on and deliver. And then having the other babies who were still at the hardware store trapped and brought back to and reunited with her and her one baby was just really happy family story. Aww. And again, for wildlife, people just don't know that. And it is part of our strategic wow. plan working with our county board of commissioners to establish a Monmouth County Wildlife Rehabilitation Center because we brought in over 1,100 wildlife last year. And wow. while many times they, you know, we can fix them up, fix the broken wing, if they have to stay with us for a while, they they are not used to being in the yeah, wild. So they need to be rehabilitated. And that takes weeks of very, very specialized care. And wouldn't it be wonderful in if our Monmouth County Parks, we had a place for people to go to, school groups to learn about what, how how animals are taken care of through the Monmouth County. That would be awesome. And the commissioners are so great about making really cool stuff like that happen. They are. And they we really all have are. a story of either like you're looking out your window and wondering why the cops are running around it's because there's like a raccoon that's out during the daytime mm -hmm. or a possum or deer, or fox or et cetera. Um, we, we all in Monmouth County, I mean, Monmouth County is very, very woodsy. If not, I'm trying yes. to do a, a it for, is. foresty well, yes. woodsy. woodsy. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of mm -hmm. trees in Monmouth County. Um, um. But but what I'm saying is it's a very rural, uh, there's a better word, but um, yeah, we all seem to have that story. We have a story. lot of open space, open land. We do, we do. And, and therefore we interact with animals a lot and we want to do it responsibly. And, you know, we want to help educate people, which brings me to another very exciting announcement. Segways are fun. There we uh -huh, go. Uh -huh. uh, for the very first time this year, the SPCA is is piloting the first ever animal rescue summer camp. Wow. Holy cow, so that's we, we so just cool. put out an announcement uh, on cow. Facebook. <laughs> I'm sorry. sorry. Actually, we're not going to be learning about cows. Okay, okay. no okay. cows, but no, I'm that's, sorry. That's for the SPCA in Virginia, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> one day, one day. We have big plans, big plans. I'm sorry. I'm always a funny kind of guy, so I did. <laughs> but for one week in the summer, uh, children ages 8 to 12 can come in and learn about what to do if you find a baby animal on your front lawn. And you would think like, let me quick grab it and bring it to the SPCA. No, you can use cornstarch and sprinkle it around that baby because mothers in the wild are really good mamas and they will, they're afraid of you, but they wanna take care of that baby. So if you do something like that and you walk away for a while, more likely than not, you're gonna see little footprints going through the flower or the cornstarch because she's coming back to take care of that baby. So if you don't see those footprints, then you can bring the, you know, the bird or what, what have you right. in. But the kids who come to the camp are going to learn about things like that. They're going to learn about what signs you look for in a dog to make sure that when you're approaching him, he's friendly and he's going to accept your pets or, this is you know, so what? oh, it's going to be great. Cool. It's going to be great. So we, we so got a lovely cool. gift from a couple who wanted to have, help us do something with education. So it's only a pilot program. We're only going to have four weeks, 10 kids per week, but I have every confidence in the world that it's going to be a great program. Um, so next summer, all summer long. Because I have friends. Uh, <laughs> so cool. When you say next summer, this summer coming up? This summer in July and the first week of August, we'll, be, we'll have four one-week camps. And then um, 
well, you know, obviously, I'm, obviously it's going to go great. Because I have so year. many friends who have kids now that are uh, around that younger age, yeah, but growing and yeah. they're obsessed with animals. And it's going to be a very hands-on and... camp, um, but educational in a fun way. Cool. Um, Elaine did want to ask about, does the hospital accept vet students as volunteers? Of course, Lindsay replied to her right away. <laughs> Lindsay, <laughs> Lindsay says, we are accepting internships for the spring and summer. Please have them email info at monmouthcountyspca.org. So um, let's see if I got little, little Elena. <laughs> don't call her little Elaine. She's going to be a doctor. For I call her Elaine 2.0. So. I know you do. <laughs> You know, you hear that oftentimes there's like, you know, John and John Jr., but you don't usually ever hear a female junior. So Elaine's daughter is Elaine. So we had to come up with different ways when we were talking to them. To, 2.0. Yeah. And I he 2. calls 0. her 2.0. I call her something else. Well, that sounds dirty. I call her Lelaine for little Elaine. <laughs> It's 9.45 in the morning, Jennifer. You know, I'm sorry. This is twice now. I, well, I call her something else. Is like I call her, you know, you... B. And I don't. She's Lilane. Anyway, she's also veterinary student. I'm going to let you talk Elaine that one out of that. Mon <laughs> yeah. Never mind. All right. She's an incredible young woman. Um, she really is. She's at, brilliant. She got into almost every, I, I think almost every vet she, school that she applied to. And, and top schools in the country. Oh, wow. yeah. yeah. Georgia, Ohio, all these incredible, incredible programs. And she decided to go to Tufts because she wanted to stay close to home, which I bet you she wants to work with shelter animals. I, I, I <laughs> wonder how she could do that. <laughs> she, she, well, we, well, Lindsay's already answered that question. <laughs> Get Lindsay's in touch with info at Monmouth County, SPCA.org. I almost called it Monmouth County Space. That would be a whole different, different problem. But yeah, different I think, area. <laughs> I wanted to loop back, too, because so how can um, are they sold out yet? Can they how can the kids we find we out? We haven't opened registration yet. We do. Okay. Uh, it, we've already gotten a ton of interest. To be fair, we're going to broadcast the day that registration goes live, um, and we'll do that a lot so that people okay. can be prepared. And, you know, unfortunately, people will be disappointed this year, but we will work really hard to expand the camps next year and um, keep everybody in the loop. So that is just they such probably cool should idea. like your Facebook page just to make sure they're keeping up to date with Lindsay. I think that Lindsay would be a very good idea, Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. I would just say, like, I mean, if <laughs> where, where the best place to break news is here on the EMAC podcast. Yeah, but yeah, breaking news. <laughs> to find out the real information, then you go right to that Facebook page, which is... <laughs> Elaine said, oh, my God, Elaine would love to work with wildlife. Um, She's just having a full yeah. conversation and then about this. She said, she said, just so you know, she turned Cornell down to work to go to Tufts. Wow. Yeah. Yes, so like we said, she's a really smart cookie. All right. So but. in her senior year, she really should concentrate on wildlife and uh, then come talk to us. OK. <laughs> <laughs> See, networking at EMAC just works all the time, all anytime, the time, anywhere. anywhere. Speaking of networking, when we started, um, we had to switch at the boards. And I love to mention when Chris is at the boards with us because he's so participatory in our conference. I he's, love he's nodding at everything he's, he's I say. I love it. Him. So Ming, Ming stepped out to do, you know, business stuff. And Chris came in and we love when Chris is on the boards. With him. And he has this great laugh. Oh, like I kept hearing him back. I'm like, oh, Chris you is here. You can't hear him, but his laugh is like his whole face, even masked. It's so amazing. <laughs> anyway, I, I, did, I did just knock over my water bottle, but that's OK. It's not open. So we're good. Oh, yeah. But that that camp sounds exciting. We we can't wait to learn more yeah. and hear it's, about um, this. It, you know, it's twofold. Obviously, it's a fundraiser. Yes. Um, it's it's hopefully will be something that's very sustainable to help keep us in business doing what we do. And what we really, really love about it is that it will be educational. You know, yeah. kids, like you said, are, they're so interested in animals. They are our best advocates. So. They really are. Um, we're close, we're about 10 minutes out, but I do mm -hmm. know that you, we talked a little bit about it, but not a lot. And then last night you actually mentioned the little feral cats, the babies and stuff like that. So talk real quick, if you could, about yeah. the TNR program. Yeah. Well, I, just as a little, did you know, um, a female cat, can start having babies under one year of age. Oh. So one cat with a mate in one year, on average, will have 12 babies, two litters. You know, we'll average six, six kittens um, per litter. Now, if you think about those 12 babies going out, being outside, these are our community cats and our feral cats in Monmouth County, and them having babies, and then their offspring having babies, in eight years, you will have over two million unwanted outdoor cats. So That's a lot of cats. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. And even for cat lovers, um, especially for our cat lovers, they're so distressed at the lives that feral cats 
are are forced to lead. Um, they don't live as long. I mean, they're they're wild animals. So um, you know, wildlife actually has it really really tough. And even community cats, and they're a little bit different. Those are the ones who were just kind of booted out the door when people decide that. Yeah, what's they the don't difference? Want. A community cat is is somebody. Um, or the cat who was booted out the door has lived with humans and would probably like to live with humans again because they know what it's like to curl up, you know, in the sun on a bed and have food for them every day. A feral cat is, you know, generations of cats who have lived outside and um, are really wild animals. We can't, sometimes, there's a misnomer where people are like, oh, we need to take them all in. A feral cat does not want to be inside. It is a wild animal. It's very, very stressful for them. But we, are, we will take them inside for a quick 24-hour period for our TNR program, which is really growing in Monmouth County, and it's so, so important. It's trap, neuter, and return. And our executive director, Ross LaCitra, having a lot of ties to the community with elected officials, has really been able to make really strong inroads because... Townships are in a, and they're in a hard spot. You have cats wandering around and homeowners are like, listen, they're on my furniture, they're spraying in the yard, they're pooping in my kid's sandbox, they're fighting at night. And then you have people who are like, but they're cats, you know, it's it's kind of our fault that, they, you know, they, they've only been domesticated for the past, I mean, since the 1950s. And if we're throwing them outside, it's our problem that we created. So elected officials are really in a hard spot. They have their constituents saying, get rid of these cats. And they have other constituents saying very loudly, are, are people who love cats? No, that's, you, you can't just round up and kill cats. So trap, neuter, and return is a very responsible program of identifying areas in a township where the cats are rounded up, brought to the SPCA. We do all of the work. Um, and they are spayed and neutered. They're vaccinated for rabies, which is a very, very important thing um, for the health department. And then they go back to that area and a ma they're managed by a colony caretaker to be sure that no any new cats coming in also get spayed and neutered. But just by, you know, they naturally will die out. And if you do this consistently within around seven years, you see the numbers going down. And I have to give a lot of credit to a lot of our community partners. Long Branch uh, has been in a partnership with us. Highlands has been doing it for a really long time and have TNR'd hundreds of cats. And absolutely positively before long, they'll see those numbers go down. And a lot of other townships are coming on board with us. We have this great program where if they commit to doing at least 100 cats, we'll pay for half of it and then and we do all the work. So it's it's been a very, very successful program. Now, as someone who's allergic to cats, and I know Jennifer is too, um, I, I used to have a coworker who, um, I don't know if she was a part, now, now that I'm learning about this, I've never heard of this, she would be the one who goes to the boardwalk and feeds the mm -hmm. animals and things mm -hmm. along those lines. So she might be a she part of that. She might have been a, a to ask her about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'll, and if not, and if she's in an area in Monmouth County where there is an issue, she's Ocean she County, should, but she'll. Okay, well, but she'll in fact, <laughs> actually, Ross and I have a a call with the business administrator in Brick just to talk about TNR, and hopefully, we will be able to spread the word at how how important it is and how successful it can be. Senator Vin Gopal has been very very supportive of us in, in spreading the word. He's and amazing. Getting, yeah, yes, he is. Can't say enough about him. Um, Question, do other counties in New Jersey have SPCAs? Do all counties, not all? How does that work? Not all do. Um, the SPCA is the Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, so that's really the law enforcement component. Okay. It's not, there's not always a shelter involved. We are, I believe now, the only one left um, in the state of New Jersey that has all of the bells and whistles associated with it, which is, which is really a shame because with law enforcement, with all, you know, our very, very, uh, large animal control, there needs to be a place for these animals to mm -hmm. go. Um, but unfortunately, it's really hard to run a shelter. It's very expensive to run a shelter. So a lot of times there'll just be a rescue, which is where people will bring an animal and that is separate from an SPCA. And a lot of times in, in different um, areas, the police department has one officer, mm -hmm. a, a humane law enforcement officer. And, and the, the onus is on them to take care of any any animal cruelty allegations. So it's tough. Yeah. 
Amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing work. No, it's because it, that's the thing. I think I've been educated so much today because I only knew about outdoor and indoor cats before I came right. in here today. And that, that was the terminology that I understood. Outdoor and indoor cat. And those can be your pets. <clears throat> Yes. You know, because you are, mm-hmm. do is your cat an indoor cat or is it an outdoor indoor cat? Like, mm-hmm. do you let it outside and then comes back at night? Right. Like, so yeah. That, if it is the indoor outdoor, well, any cat, any pet spayed or neutered, that's the, the that is your takeaway any, for today. Any, spay and neuter your pets. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Because, <laughs> don't you wish you could spay and neuter your teenagers until until it's time to reverse all that because then you don't have to worry about teenage I don't have pregnancy teenagers anymore, I don't so. either I, well I do I'm, but I'm gonna draw the line at that but one you know, <laughs> like, like as a parent you worry about teenage pregnancy Thank well, you. so do you want to be a grandmother no do you want to be a, a you, you know do I want a grandmother do you want two million offspring in eight no, years I don't <laughs> I don't want my family tree to be that I don't want to be the Monmouth County Forest family tree and thank you everyone for joining we're gonna talk about this Chris offline. Chris is dying on. Chris is dying here. He's like, okay. Um, yeah. Oh my God. But I, I will know. say, as we have about five minutes left, um, um, and I always love looking at that clock because apparently we've been so awesome for us that we've actually, the temperature has gone up about four or five degrees. <laughs> yeah, since exactly. As I say, I'm feeling a little warm, but. Uh, but this is good because we're having fun, energy, which you I know, love. Did you, Chris, by the way, did you get the memo before you came in today about you had to walk up five flights oh. of stairs? <laughs> we at least let Barbara know ahead of time. We we walked up the steps. Yes, yeah, I was anyway. able to pace myself. But I will say, with with the last five minutes or so, um, is there something overall that we can tell the people who are listening, the people in Monmouth County and the state, as you mentioned, um, about the SPCA and where they can go and what they can do and how they can get involved? Because that's really. What we oh, want that's to do a really good point, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Thanks for picking up on that. That's good. I'm I serious. Know. I forget that stuff all the time. You did a great job. But that's what I want to do at the end okay, of this. I want to make ahead. sure that like, guest we, we talked about all... <laughs> guest I know, host right? extraordinaire. I try. You do. <laughs> I'm, I'm not having two million offsprings yet. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank God for that. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> two, oh, my God. Elaine, can you imagine two million offspring Kevins? Oh. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's, let's go to how to get involved. Let's go. How to get involved with the Monmouth County SPCA. Well, to get involved, we... And we'd love for people to come to our campus. Unfortunately, we're still in a little bit of a shutdown mode, but I think we're all thinking positive when we do open up. We have a volunteer corps over 400 strong, and we always need more. We have tons of events and things happening on campus and out. The best way to find about, about any of that is on our newly redesigned website, and that's www.monmouthcountyspca.org. And there you can see our dogs and cats of the week. We've got video. We're showing you how our our behavior trainers are working with them. We're showing you video of our play groups. We're showing you kittens. We're giving you great tips. We're telling you, you know, what to do when you go back to work and your newly adopted dog is showing a little bit some signs of anxiety, directing you to the Vogel Veterinary Clinic if you need to make an appointment. Uh, But there's a lot of entertainment there too, which is great. And um, you can also read about, we we only have two events that are planned right now, but hopefully we have a lot more events partnering with businesses like the Easter Mama's Chamber last night, which was great. Which your big event is going to be in October, isn't it? Yes, The 75th anniversary. It is. I I didn't know what you called it until my daughter said that last night. The fur ball. How would you not? I don't know how I didn't know about the fur ball. (laughs) I I know we only got two minutes and we'll talk about the fur ball in a second because the, the, Flyer for it, uh-huh. most adorable thing really? I've ever seen. The, the music note fun. had paw po, mm-hmm. uh, like paw the print. paw prints. Yes, it, paw po. <laughs> po, po, po a little too much paw coffee. Paw paws, like the Jungle paw Book. <laughs> the music notes had little paw prints. Um, I think the date was separated, uh, and I looked at it because of these little paw prints. I think it was ten. Ready? You're you're ten eight. I'm very very 2021. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I remember when I see cool little things like that. Like I'm in marketing. I, I, it's really cool. You are. Yeah. You see the little paw prints, but yeah, so there's certain, yeah, people, so there's certain people who know how to do those things. There, there are Jennifer. Uh, yes, we're celebrating 1945, which is when we were incorporated. That's 75 glorious years of saving animals. So we are going to have that big band feeling. Um, that whole oh, big band yeah. era. It's going to be a lot of fun. Obviously, we want to have some animals there, yeah. and we'll be celebrating at the Molly Pitcher on that Friday night. That's great. Not to be outdone by the next month our first annual doggy paddle polar plunge 
at DJ's okay, in Belmar. <laughs> say that three times fast. <laughs> I'm sure I have. But you can bring your dog, and your dog can watch you raise money for homeless animals in Monmouth County. Oh, so the we can't weekend. Jump in, but... Probably not. No, we'll have doggy babysitters. Now you're gonna you do that, and he'll get a great bandana saying, "I love my human for doing this." Oh, cool. I'm in. Cool. (laughs) Uh, Jeff Levine put a very nice. um, Very long. Jeff, hello. (laughs) Talk about great musicians. There you go. (laughs) I really appreciate the great work that the SPCA under Barbara Level are doing to save our precious critters. However, I'm compelled to speak for the voiceless other animals that we kill. 400 per second to support the weird eating. I guess I need to keep reading this. Um, 400 per second to support the world's eating habits. Try to fathom 2.1 billion animals slaughtered per week. Only for flavor, profit, bad health, environmental catastrophe. We must learn to stop this. Okay, so anyway, Jeff is a proponent of vegetarianism. And as we and has and a as good points to that. He's actually a vegan. A vegan, okay. Um, yeah. And so, you go to our Facebook to read through his post and get his information. That would be uh, perfect. That would be incredible. Thank yes. you for sharing with us. We appreciate it. And we are at 10 o'clock. We are. So Thank that, you so much, guys. Thank, thank you. you. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, but that plunge is going to be, I've, I've done polar plunges before. Um, they are quite enjoyable. Well, they and the plunge fun. in November is not quite as bad as a plunge in no, January. And DJ's is so ready for us. They, I mean, Good. we could have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people and dogs there. So cool. it's going to cool. be great. Sounds time. like a great event. I love well, it. Well, thank you guys very much. We thank will you. be back, I believe. I forgot the schedule, but the ne- our next. Two weeks from now two would be from... early April, right? I think, yeah. I think First our week next. in April. I think our next guest is going to be Serena Damaso. Our because I I know I might be back. You're going to be back at the end of the month for Brian Bruzzo. Right. So if Serena right. Serena's amazing too. Oh, and so. Jessica wants to know again the date of the plunge. The November. Saturday, November twenty seventh. Saturday, November twenty seventh after Thanksgiving. Ooh. All families will be Small together. Small business Saturday, so yes, it's a great day to be out. Oh, and Lindsay answered her too, so we're good. <laughs> Thanks, Lindsay. I don't, Lindsay. I really don't have to do anything in my job. It's Lindsay's a, there. Yeah. I have a great development. You have team a Lindsay. I have a Jill. We're all good. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. thank you guys so much, Thanks, Barbara. Kevin. Thank you for being here. And thank last you for night. last night. Thanks for the invitation. I hope to see you guys again soon. Yeah, we hope. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank everyone. You have a great weekend.